It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody, welcome into ACC Tailgate. I'm your host, Will Dalton, aka Wilburn Gold. And I gotta be honest with you, I'm kind of bummed. Like, it's really not much to talk about today around the ACC. Not much at all, you know. I mean, what are you thinking, guys? I mean, what do you want to do? I mean, that just, uh, uh, just kidding. What a weekend we got in the ACC, and really. For one big reason. So glad I was just kidding. Because I hope I didn't lull anybody to sleep there or disappoint anybody. Because if you're an ACC fan, more specific, if you're a Clemson or Notre Dame fan, this is the week. Tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow is the day that it goes down. Down uh, at Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Clemson. Tomorrow, it is the week. It's the game we've all been waiting for. I feel like, for the most part, uh, for a multi- multitude of reasons. But this is it. I mean, well, not this is it because we still got what four more weeks after tomorrow of the season to go. But for Clemson and Notre Dame, this is the big one. Really, in my opinion, this is the big one for Notre Dame specifically. Uh, because we're going to find out something. We're going to find out, you know, we're going to find out what Notre Dame's actually made of. Because if you've seen this show at all, uh, you know this, you know, I, and, and again, you know, it's not Notre Dame's fault. We got our first viewer in. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well on a Friday. Um, it, it, if you've watched the show at all and heard me talk about it, you know this, that I've kind of been harping on the fact that I think Notre Dame has been a little bit overrated. Uh, And again, it's not their fault. They didn't make their – well, somebody made their schedule. But it's not their fault that they haven't played anybody really remotely good up to this point in the season. You know, we talked about how Pitt had the potential to be that challenge. If their starter picket, their starting quarterback would have played, he did not. Yellen, uh, the backup quarterback for Pitt, ended up getting the start that day because Pickett was still out with an injury, and then Notre Dame absolutely crushed Pitt. So there went that. I mean, that and, – and that even – and again, <clears throat> you also have to understand that even if their starting quarterback, Pitt's starting quarterback, would have played, that was only a slight chance, a, a slight chance of an upset. This this is the first legit challenging test of a game that Notre Dame has had all year. Finally, we figure something out about Notre Dame. Now, granted, Clemson doesn't have Trevor Lawrence, but and at, and at first, and I'm probably uh, you know this is probably the case for most of us. Uh, we probably didn't know what to expect out of Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Uh, maybe some of you did. You know, obviously the Clemson fans were like, yeah, I knew we were going to be fine. Of course you did. But maybe you did and you actually knew who. Oh, and by the way, 
let me address this because I like to be correct on such things. So I spent the majority of the last show on Monday completely butchering who I thought at the time his name was DJ Ugalele, the backup quarterback for Clemson that, you know, had an incredible game against Boston College last week. We'll get into that too. Um, now, granted, I'm in good company here, I think, because I was watching Get Up on ESPN a little while ago, uh, a clip, and even even Greeny was having trouble. He's like, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about him just because I don't want to talk. Pr- try and pronounce his name. So we're going to go through this. We're going to take a quick two-minute grammar lesson. Believe me, I hated English in school. It was one of my least favorite subjects next to math and science. But some good naps were taken in that class. But we're going to take a quick grammar class, and we're going to learn how to pronounce Clemson's backup quarterback's name. It's not DJ Ugalele. I feel like I, 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 I said it quite a few times on Monday, and I said, oh, it's it's instead of uh, – Instead of a ukulele, it's ukulele. Yeah, that is not the... I don't want to say I butchered it because I was... I butchered it. So, this is how you pronounce his name. I've literally got my Wikipedia page up right now, and we're going to get this together, us ACC tailgate people, right here on Chris Landry Football. It is DJ Uangalele. Uh, this is good content. This is good. I'm literally trying to make sure to learn this live on the air. This is good content. Okay. I'll give it, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, DJ Uangalale. 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 That's as good as it's going to get right now. First few cracks at it. For, for the, for this show's purposes of me keeping it snappy and, you know, not stuttering, I'm just going to call him DJ, damn it. DJ, I didn't, I, I, now that we can get past that. Um, so I think a lot of us were curious how DJ was going to do uh, stepping in for Trevor Lawrence, if you even knew who he was at all. And obviously the Clemson fans, you guys knew who he was, I would assume, uh, especially the hardcore fans. But for most of us, we probably didn't even know who Clemson's backup was because, I mean, you know, Mr. Uh, I flipped my hair back and forth, Trevor Lawrence, is that dude, not just for Clemson, but in college football, period. So we didn't even think we'd have to worry about the uh, Clemson's backup quarterback. Now, I got to say this, too. And I talked about this a little bit uh, on Monday's show. You know what? really separates and I'm going to harp on it again because it's just so important and it and Clemson has absolutely nailed this lately I mean we've seen it with Alabama and you know Jalen Hurts to a tongue of Aloha it took me a while to figure his name out too by the way this one's actually very similar ironically enough DJ DJ I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name right now because I'm going to get off set I'm going to get off topic I'm going to get off segment I'm going to get flustered and I'm just not going to go there. So, DJ, Clemson's current backup quarterback, reminded me a lot. Obviously, situation's different, but he reminded me a lot of uh, Tua Tungavailoa when he went in for Jalen Hurts uh, at Bama a few years ago. And obviously, Tua just got his first start with the Dolphins last week, um, which is nice to see, given his... Injury history. Hope he stays healthy. Just knocked on wood for Tua. You're welcome. Uh, <clears throat> but I thought it was very similar. Obviously, DJ is not going to take Trevor Lawrence's job. You know, Trevor Lawrence is going to come back. I would assume. You know, I was ho- we were hopeful that he'd come back for Notre Dame, but um, he should be back next week. I don't know why he wouldn't. He's going to be on the sideline, so. Uh, but I mean, obviously DJ's not going to take Trevor Lawrence's job, but just the style of play and 
even the last name now, Tungailoa. I'm going to try it one more time. Uangalale. It's as good as it's getting today. Uh, even with the last names, like that, I just find him and Tua situations are kind of similar, obviously, but you know, he won't be taking Trevor Lawrence's job or anything. But that's what it reminded me of in the sense that, you know, Tua stepped in on a big stage and immediately just took over. And DJ was no different, obviously. You know, when Tua stepped in and going up against, now granted, as much as I've raved about Boston College this year, I'm not, uh, I'm not razzing them at all. But I mean, obviously, Boston going in against Boston College, a rebuilding Boston College team, that's a little different than going in uh, in the college football playoff. But which is what Tua Tua did, if I'm not mistaken, I think. But uh, I don't know. I just I, I felt the way that they both were able to kind of grab hold of the moment and just immediately just just take control and make the plays that needed to be made. Uh, obviously, DJ has a good arm. He's got powerful legs, it seems, up to this point. He's got a good swagger, charisma, confidence about him, good poise. Um, but this is a different beast, Notre Dame. You know, number Notre Dame, number four, Clemson, obviously, number one. Uh, this is going to be a different beast entirely, and it will be interesting to see how DJ is able to perform on this type of stage. And I got a prediction. You know, I, I'm still kind of formulating how I think the game is going to go, even in real time right now. Uh, but I got to be honest. You know, I've heard the way Dabo talks about DJ. I've heard you know, the way analysts talk about DJ and I mean, I said it on Monday, Clemson's got their guy. Clemson's got their next guy a hundred percent. And that's one thing that I've noticed. And actually, uh, before I got on the tangent about DJ's last name that I will not attempt to pronounce anymore today, need some practice. We, we got it started. We got the ball rolling. Uh, but when I got on that, I got off on that tangent. I was actually getting ready to talk about how that's one thing that Clemson has mastered. I don't know, mastered is the right word, but they've gotten really good here lately at developing star talent, specifically at the quarterback position. Uh, and that's one thing I talked about on Monday is that that's the difference between the good teams and the great teams is that. You know, good teams, especially in like, you know, the ACC or professional sports or big power five conferences, you know, the good solid teams a la uh, UNC, Virginia Tech, uh, Notre Dame, you know, teams that teams that are they're solid, they're good, they're respected. But they ain't that that they're not the cream of the crop, you know. They're not, they're not Clemson. They're not last year's LSU. They're not the Golden State Warriors from a few years ago in the NBA. Uh, they're not that. The difference between those teams and the the dynasties is that is that the dynasties they have a multitude of star talent. Be it that throughout their lineup. Be that, you know, a backup that sits behind the R, you know, you've got a star backup, DJ for Clemson, already behind a star in Trevor Lawrence. It's just like you've got the deck stacked. And so if one happens to go out, which you never want that to happen, and you never, we didn't think Trevor Lawrence was going to get COVID, which then again, you know, 2020 is very unpredictable as we see currently. Uh, Trevor Lawrence goes down and you literally have, a stud in DJ. You, I'm gonna say this name one more time. I, I, I'm persistent. Uh, Uwang Galala. I think it's the ending thing. I've got the Uwang Galala. Got it. I got it that time. Uwang Galala. That see, it's it's clicking. It's coming along. Uh, but him to just bam on the seam against Boston College. And so, uh, whereas a good team, a solid team, they may have a star player. 
you know, they may have an, a first team all ACC, all SEC, an all star if you're talking professional sports. They may have one and then some good, solid players, but they don't have the deck just completely stacked up with players like that. I mean, the best, the best example in college that I can think of in football would be LSU of last year just because I don't remember what the – it may have been 11. I don't remember what the number was, but they had – I think they set the record last year, and you, can, you guys can let me know in the comments uh, if you know – as we have a new viewer, welcome in. Uh, I'm pretty sure LSU set the record uh, this year in the NFL draft for first round uh, draft picks. I'm pretty sure. I don't. I want to say that it was like 11 or 12. It was a ridiculous number. Let's just leave it at that. Obviously, since it's the record, that's probably the best example I can think of in college football, at least up to date. The best. <laughs> And, and again, you know, not to be biased or anything, but it just sticks out to me like a sore thumb because I remember this team. I remember just the way they dominated March Madness. It's the 09 Carolina Tar Heels in basketball. I mean, and and fans of other teams around the ACC, you remember this because we were your freaking nightmare that year, and you know we were. I mean, we, I mean, we another record. You know, like LSU last year had the record in. First round draft picks, Carolina that year in 09 when they won it all, they set the record for winning every single NCAA tournament game by double digits. Nobody had ever done that before. And literally they were winning almost every tournament game by 20. I mean, and and fast. It wasn't like they gradually got up to that number. They were getting up by 20 by halftime. I mean, God, man, I missed that team. Ty Lawson, Tyler Hansborough, Wayne Ellington. I got their poster. Well, that's 08, but. Don't even get me started on 08 when Kansas upset us in the Final Four, and then we went back in redemption. We had to take care of business, but God, man. Danny Green, Wayne Ellington, Deion Thompson. God, all, I remember all those guys. Uh, and then obviously in professional sports, the one that sticks out the most as far as just a dynastic uh, team with the deck just completely stacked with talent is the Warriors, obviously. After they got KD, don't even get me started on the Warriors. At you know before, the Warriors were a very, very, very good team before they got KD. But when you actually take a look at it, the Cavs didn't have Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love that first round uh, back in twenty fourteen. No, twenty fifteen. It was that they faced off. There was no Kevin Love, there's no Kyrie Irving, and the Warriors beat them in six games. Cavs probably would have won that if they had Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. And then in 2016, obviously, it was the the great, which I still think it's one of LeBron's greatest feats of all time. I don't care what anybody says about him on the Lakers. He's been great in year 17. That 3-1 comeback against that Warriors team, all time. It, it may have been the greatest thing he's ever done on the court. Um, but no. After the Warriors got KD, it's just like, what are you going to do about that? Uh, we'll see if they get Giannis. I don't know. I don't know the details of all that. You know what the Warriors cap space is looking like and how all that's going to work. But the Warriors are coming back this year, guys. I know this is an ACC show, and I kind of got off on a tangent here, but it, you know, I'm telling you right now, the Warriors are coming back this year. They're gonna wake. They're gonna wake all of you up. I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan, so none of this appeal. None of this has anything to do with me. We just hope we get Lamelo Ball in the draft. At least I do. Uh, I'm telling you right now, the Warriors are gonna come back and just say, "Hey, did you miss us?" Because they ain't going. They took a little nap. They they had to take you know. Eh. They took a nap, cooled it for a few minutes. But this year, that's as of last night, since the uh, the Board of Governors or whatever, the Players Association, all that, they met up and they're going to start the season on December 22nd. That's confirmed. The Warriors are going to come in there, especially if they get a Giannis or whoever they get. They're going to make a splash. I don't know what it is yet, but they're going to make a splash. Just 
they've been too quiet and it's just it's the warriors like they've still got that core group to get together of Steph Clay Draymond I think they still have Andrew Wiggins I think yeah I think if they re-signed him I don't know if that was a one-year deal or not but trust me they're gonna make a splash before the season starts or or they're gonna make a splash at some point and then they're gonna come back and they're just gonna say hey how you guys doing? Did you miss us? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but that's the difference between the, the good teams and the great teams. Uh, so there's a couple different things, and I've, I've been kind of watching what everybody's been saying about this Clemson-Notre Dame game going down. Um, I would imagine, yeah, it's the prime time. I mean, this is prime time, 7.30 on NBC tomorrow night. Uh, obviously, it's going to be at Notre Dame. Uh, there's a couple things on each side that, you know, it's, it's going to be tight. I, and like I said a minute ago, I'm still kind of formulating my opinion on what I think is going to happen, who I think is going to pull it out. And I'll kind of reveal that a little later down the road as I kind of draw this out for you. Obviously, two great teams. Like I, and again, like I'm never denied that Notre Dame wasn't. Like I've never said that they weren't good. I just said they ain't played anybody yet till tomorrow. They hadn't played anybody, and I got to be honest with you. And this actually factors in to what I think's at stake for each team because I mean, this is this is this is big boy stuff. This is a big boy game. This is all right. If one of us loses. Are we not going to make the college football playoff? Because Clemson's one, Notre Dame's at four, but it goes Clemson one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, and then Notre Dame at four. I mean, I feel like the window or the gap between Notre Dame and then the top three in the college football playoff right now is very wide. I just, I, I don't know. I like... I think the fact that Notre Dame hasn't played anybody yet, if they lose, and we've talked about this on the show, you know, the committee and how nitpicky they can be, you know, who did you lose to? What was the score? Why did you lose? What was the circumstance with the team, you know, uh, the team that you lost to? They might have been, they might have been a really, really good team rankings and statistics wise but were they missing a star player a la trevor lawrence is out for clemson what are the factors here and i'm concerned and i'll just go ahead and jump into it uh if clemson ends up losing or excuse me if notre dame ends up losing tomorrow to clemson there's a good chance they ain't making the college football playoff because we i mean there's just too many other good teams out there georgia's in the mix and I'll, I'll even give you the full breakdown. I mean, Georgia's in the mix. To a higher degree, Wisconsin's in the mix. Oregon's up there. USC's up there. BYU is up there. Like, And then obviously the top three, I mean, or, or excuse me, uh, Ohio State and Alabama, you know, depending on what happens with their season, you know, they're going to get shuffled around maybe, or maybe they'll stay put. Who knows? But the point is, this is a gigantic game of musical chairs. There's four... This is a beautiful analogy, I think, for the football playoff. There's four chairs. Who's going to get it? I don't know. That was a very basic analogy, but I mean, it's true. Four chairs. Who wants it? I just think that Notre Dame, the fact that they haven't, just based on what I understand, we got a new viewer. Welcome in. Hope you're doing all right. Uh, I think that based on the fact that Notre Dame hasn't played anybody, yet up till tomorrow and knowing what i've seen just up to this point with how the committee selects you know the top four and how they choose those things i just think that if notre dame loses tomorrow i don't think they're going to make the college football playoff i really don't i think the gap between them and the top three teams is that wide and i think that again the fact that they haven't played anybody all year up to this point, and I don't know, and I'll I'll pull their schedule up. I don't know who they have after Clemson. Uh, 
but I know I don't know I don't know that they have anybody else after Clemson. We'll take a look. Uh, they got well. Actually, I take that back. They got Boston College. They've got a Carolina team that was ranked. We won't even get into that. Maybe we'll get into that later in the show. And they got Syracuse and Wake Forest. So they've got four more weeks after tomorrow's game to potentially right the wrong if they were to lose to Clemson. By the way, uh, they may they may stomp. I don't know. I don't think they would stomp Clemson, but they may end up beating Clemson. And then Clemson's got some questions too because. Uh, and I'll actually pull it up. ESPN they did a poll, or uh, the All-State Playoff predictor they did they used that and they did a poll, and they did it to where, based on the outcome of tomorrow's game, Clemson Notre Dame, what are the chances that each team makes the college football playoff? If Clemson wins, they've got it to where Clemson is an eighty-four percent. You're in. And then it goes down to 13% for Notre Dame. If Notre Dame wins, it pretty much comes even. 48% chance Clemson gets in, 47% chance that Notre Dame gets in. So that already tells me, based on that data alone, Notre Dame is still going to be under a 50% chance even if they win tomorrow. So what do you think is going to happen if they lose? based, again, on the schedule that they've had and the resume that they're going to have, uh, that could get interesting. And now, granted, there's, you know, there's factors. Uh, there's obviously factors, you know, with the ACC title game. Uh, you know, the loser, I read somewhere with the loser of this game, and, and it's, you know, it's kind of wacky this year because of COVID and all that. You know, there's no divisional play, which I was kind of salty about because I wanted to see Carolina go up against Clemson. They ain't. Uh, so maybe we'll see him in the title game, maybe. Uh, but even the lo- – I did see where the loser of this game would still have an 82% chance to get into the ACC title game, so we'll see how all that plays out. Uh, but as far as what's to be expected tomorrow, You know, there's a few factors. Obviously, Clemson's working with their backup. Clemson's got a very deep team. They've got they're very obviously they're well coached. Dabo, we saw him. By the way, did you guys see him dancing in the locker room after that win last week against Boston College? Dabo was getting down with it. Now he ain't no Mac Brown, and he ain't no Roy. Let me tell you something right now. This is my Carolina bias coming out again, but. Carolina has the two most viral-worthy coaches in all of sports, in my opinion, Roy Williams and Mac Brown. We already knew Roy Williams was just a human meme creator. I mean, the number of gifs and viral memes that I've seen of Roy Williams doing his little – he's not even a good dancer. It's just so funny to watch. And then, obviously, Mac Brown, you know, you know, getting down with it. But Dabo – Dabo's up there too, by the way. Dabo was getting down with it uh, in that Clemson locker room. But um, where was I even going with that? I don't know. Uh, so the factors with each team. You know, Clemson – oh, I know what I was going to say. They were, they're obviously well-coached. So is Notre Dame, by the way, with uh, Venables. You know, two really well-coached teams. Again, two top five teams. It's going to be a great game. I just think that it's ultimately going to come down to DJ Ugalele. I'm just going to say Ugalele because that's the I have to look at like the Wikipedia Wikipedia pronunciation to say this guy's name, and I ain't going back to that every time I want to mention his name. DJ Ugalele. I'm butchering it now. Uh, it's going to depend on him. I'm curious to see what he does on a big, legitimate, playoff, potentially make-or-break stage. And I would say that this is the case for Clemson as well. Now, obviously, I don't think Clemson, and I'm going to pull their schedule up too, I don't think Clemson's schedule has been as much of a joke as Notre Dame's. You know, uh, there's only – and now, again, obviously, they've only had one ranked – 
they've only had, Clemson's only had one ranked opponent all year, and that's when they faced number seven, or at the time they were number seven, Miami, back in week four. And I mean that was that was no competition. Um, that you know that was one of the obviously tier two teams in the ACC trying to go up against Clemson, prove that they are the legit number two to Clemson's number one. Miami flopped. Uh, UNC is not ranked anymore. Virginia Tech's not ranked anymore. And this is Notre. Dame. This is again is how I open the show. This is Notre Dame's chance. This is their chance to show us something. Um. But really, other than Miami and Boston College last week, Clemson hasn't had – they've got – that number seven Miami looks good on their schedule. Boston College, based on how Boston College has been developing this year, that looks solid. But Clemson has not had a very good schedule this year either. Slightly better than Notre Dame. Not quite that much of a joke, but it ain't all that in a bag of chips either. And – it really doesn't get much better after Notre Dame. They got FSU the week after that. They've got Pitt, who's – don't even get me started on what Pitt's been up to the week after that. And then they've got – maybe they'll be ranked again. Maybe Again, Virginia Tech and their identity crisis, you know, what version are we going to get? That's their last week uh, of the regular season on December 5th. So that's really the only potentially competitive game that they have left on their schedule. Uh so the point there being, if Clemson were to lose this game, it, it, it almost, it's got a weird taste in my mouth trying to potentially say that Clemson may not make the college football playoff because, I mean, we all know like how good they are. But again, the committee, like you don't know, like the committee gets so nitpicky that it's like the slightest flaw on a schedule that doesn't have a lot of good teams on it, that could affect things. Like, and and again, it just it feels so weird to potentially say, ah, well, if Clemson loses, well, they may not make it. But it's just the truth. I mean, that's just the truth with any team that has a schedule like that when they lose the games that they need. And so I think it's more – now, I will say this. I think it's more so the case with Notre Dame that if they lose, they ain't making the college football playoff than it is with Clemson, but I think it's legit the case with, and, and again, it's one of the variables that makes this such such an, a massive game uh, for both sides is that they've got this, they've got playoff aspirations riding on this, on the outcome of this game. And so there's that. Um, I think DJ Ugalele's ability to really rise to the occasion I think that's going to play a part. But honestly, I think what's going to be the biggest key to the game for Clemson, if they were to take this home, is going to be Travis Etienne. I mean, Etienne, I mean, he set the all-time – I don't remember what his numbers were last week, but he did – he had enough to where he became the all-time rush leader in the ACC. Uh, But he didn't have a great game against Boston College last week. And so I – and a lot of people wonder, is that because Trevor Lawrence is out? You know, that rhythm that they had, you know, and we, we've talked about this before on this show, you know, that dynamic duo of Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, you know, one of the best dynamic duos really in ACC history in sports in general. ACC sports, not sports as a whole, obviously. But I I think for me that – if Clemson were to win this game, it's going to be it's obviously going to be because of DJ Ugalele playing very well. I think it's going to be because of Travis Etienne going off. I also think it's going to be because DJ Ugalele and Travis Etienne build a connection in this game. In other words, Travis Etienne is going to have to catch some passes to really break out because. Notre Dame has a really, really good pass rush, and I think they're gonna they're gonna bring the house. I think they're gonna bring a lot of pressure to DJ uh, in the pocket, and I think his ability to potentially dump off some passes to tra- uh, to ETN to me that that's gonna be the difference in the game. I think I don't know why, but my gut tells me that it's gonna be tight. 
obviously two really good teams, two really good coach teams. Clemson, obviously, I think they're better at each position than Notre Dame, but obviously two really, really good teams overall. I think in my gut, and I guess I'll go ahead and just let you know my prediction, as we've got a new few new viewers. Hope everybody's doing well. Good to see you guys in here. Uh, hope you're having a good Friday. I, in my gut, this is how tomorrow is going to play out between Clemson and Notre Dame if you're just joining us. I think it's going to be tight. I don't expect it to be a low-scoring game. I think points are going to be scored because Ian Book for Notre Dame has been really good. I think DJ Ugalele uh, for Clemson is going to play very well. I think he's going to – I mean, obviously he played good against Boston College, three touchdowns, uh, 28 for 30-something, like really good pass percentage. Didn't turn it – did not turn the ball over. I think he's going to open even more eyes tomorrow – and and really show and I already said this on Monday, so I'm already on the record with this. He's going to show even more people tomorrow that, hey, I'm the next guy. We ain't going anywhere. Clemson's not going anywhere. I'm up next. It was Deshaun Watson. It was Trevor Lawrence. Now it's me, DJ Ugalele. I'm trying to learn his last name. I know I'm butchering it, but got to spit it, DJ. That's the next guy for Clemson. Um, him having a good day is going to be a key. It's not going to be a, a shootout, but it's not going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be, I think, into the depths of the game, you know, late third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be in the high 20s, uh, the score. It's going to be tight. I don't know who will be ahead. But I think what's really going to open this game up is some type of momentum that DJ Ugalele and Travis Etienne can build with some type of connection. I think Notre Dame is going to be very good with their pass rush. They're going to bring the house. And I think DJ Ugalele and his quickness is going to, I think he's going to be able to dump some passes off to Travis Etienne in the backfield. And Etienne is just going to break off some, I don't know, in my gut, I think it's going to be some type of dump off to Etienne in the backfield ETN is going to break through. The floodgates are going to open, and ETN is going to take it to the house. And I think that is going to be the momentum that really pushes Clemson to the finish line. That, in my gut, is how I think this is going to play out tomorrow. I'm very curious what you think is going to play out, but I don't know. I just I think ETN is due for a big game. Didn't have a great one against Boston College. Didn't have a massive game the game before that against... Syracuse, I think it was, when he ate Frosted Flakes instead of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which he should have ate, and then he wouldn't have got cramps in the third quarter. But that's a matter for another day. So he's due for a big one. This primetime stage may just be what the doctor ordered for Travis Etienne to just and just take it to the house. Um, so, yeah, that's... That's what I think is going to play out tomorrow. I think Clemson will ultimately win a close game. Again, I think Travis Etienne is going to be the player of the game. I think he's going to be the difference maker uh, in a game that will be tight. Both quarterbacks are going to play well, I think. Um, and by the way, Notre Dame is no slouch on defense either. I mean, they've been fifth in points allowed in FBS in all of the FBS so far. It's like 10 points something. So, their defense hasn't been any slouch. I just think DJ Ugalele is going to play that well and just open that many more eyes of you know how good he actually is and how he is going to be the next guy for Clemson. And mm, I feel bad for all the rest of the teams out in the ACC, except for mine, because I think Mac Brown and Sam Howell and I think I think they'll get it together. Clinton, you know, Carolina's not ranked anymore, so. There goes that balloon that I had. I don't even want to go down that road again. I admitted it last time. Carolina was overrated at number five. I admitted it already. I don't even. I said it. I told you guys. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that they were overrated right after they lost to FSU, just because you know I need a little more data than that. I need to see a little more than that. But I'm not saying that they're not a good team. I'm not saying they're not worthy of being ranked somewhere in the top 25 if assuming they get their crap together 
uh, and get back going in the right direction. But when they were ranked number five, it's pretty obvious now that they were overrated. So uh, there's that. Uh, I would like to take a moment, come up for some air on this Clemson-Notre Dame stuff. Uh, I told you guys, nothing to talk about today. Not Nothing at all. Uh, I want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor, American Betting Experts. Uh, really appreciate them. First of all, thank you, American Betting Experts, for sponsoring this show and all the other shows here on Chris Landry Football Twitch channel. Uh, our show is, and all the others here on uh, Chris Landry Football is sponsored by American Betting Experts. It's one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the U.S. We've teamed with them to provide special gaming offers to you guys, all the Landry Football followers, podcast listeners. Hello, podcast listeners, but I always forget to do that. I say hello to everybody watching here on Twitch and uh, everybody watching on LandryFootball.com after this is already recorded and posted. But I got to say hey to the podcast listeners too, whatever platform you're on. Uh, But we got a special offer for you guys, podcast listeners. You're just in time. Here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. You click the ad that's located on the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, Points bet, you sign up and you're instantly going to receive an account deposit, risk-free bet. Uh, it's going to be anywhere from $100 to $1,000. It's literally that easy. So again, you're going to go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page and get in on that action and our special offer from our friends, American Betting Experts. And now I need to take a drink of water because I am parched after that. I seem like I have a lot of energy right now. I haven't even had my coffee yet for tonight. I'm thinking Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know. I have a lot of Starbucks, and I had some Dunkin' Donuts last week, and it was the first time I had it in a while. And I don't know. Dunkin', getting off topic, I told you I'm improv. Like, I'll go anywhere with you. I don't care. Uh, I don't know. Dunkin' Donuts is a little different. Maybe some people don't like it. I mean, I've always been more more of a Starbucks type of guy because Starbucks is more of a pure coffee, like just a pure coffee flavor, whereas Dunkin', it's like... I, my friend was talking crap to me. He was like, oh, it's flavored milk. Like it's, it ain't flavored milk. They probably got some good cream, and I don't know. It, it is sweeter. I'll say that. It's sweeter. It's sweeter it's more sugary but it i don't know like it's just it's different i liked it and it's a little cheaper i can get a large iced coffee from dunkin donuts for like a good dollar cheaper than the size i get from starbucks which is basically the same size i would get from dunkin donuts you get a large from dunkin donuts a venti if you're going to starbucks so there's that uh we are not sponsored by dunkin donuts i mean if you're looking for a sponsor Hit us up, but just saying. Uh, I put out a tweet like a months ago. I'm talking like way long time ago, and I remember it because it just it clicked with so many people because I said, if you can't crunch the sugar on your teeth, it ain't Dunkin' Donuts. And that's pretty accurate. So... I don't know. You know, there's our coffee segment of the day. What coffee do you like? Let me know in the comments. Um. So yeah, I'll go ahead and give you kind of the slate of because uh, I like to do this. You know, I like to kind of go through a rundown. I usually do this at the beginning of the show, but I'll just. I think Clemson Notre Dame is on all of our minds. Uh, obviously, other than the team that you pull for. Um, so I kind of just went right in. Oh, and by the way. Uh, this is a first for ACC tailgate since we've been doing this show. We actually have a ball game going on right now uh, down in Raleigh, Miami at NC State. Obviously, Miami's ranked number 11. Uh, NC State, actually, by the way, is on the board first in that one, 7 to nothing. Uh, let's see what we got here, the time. Let's see, second and eight at the NC State 22. Bailey Hockman, two for two, 41 yards. Nice little start there. Um, so, yeah, NC State up a touchdown already. 
they're four and two overall, four and two in the ACC, looking to get something going as they are no longer ranked. You know that that was very short lived, but um, yeah. So you got Miami, NC State going on right now. You have at noon tomorrow UNC at Duke. I mean, like, obviously, like, I, listen, you guys are going to see me get ignorant when the when the uh, Carolina Duke basketball games are, rolls around. Like, you you ain't seen nothing yet. You just wait till that ball game rolls around in basketball. I mean, I good luck. I mean, you you ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing. But in football, especially when Duke isn't very good or one team is good and the other isn't, it's actually kind of weird. Unless both teams are actually pretty good or okay or both teams just suck, then it's interesting because it's like, all right, it's the battle of who sucks worse. But, like, Carolina will most likely beat the dog you-know-what out of Duke tomorrow down in Durham, I would assume. If they don't, I'm going to be a mess on Monday. So you got that to look forward to if Duke wins. So there's a preview for Monday show potentially. Uh, you got Liberty at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech obviously no longer ranked. That one will be in Blacksburg at uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, they're taking Liberty. I always talk about Boston College kind of being the surprise of the ACC season. I would say one of the other surprises just in college football in general is Liberty. Now, maybe this is a surprise to me because I don't follow Liberty sports at all, but Liberty's put together a nice 6-0 and record. They're ranked. In fact, I would be curious to know. I'm not going to Google it right now just because we're running out of time here. I would actually be curious to see how many times Liberty has been ranked in the top 25 in football, period. Like, this has got it. Like, I bet you, can, I'll bet you, and maybe I'm going to make myself look like an ass here. I don't think so, though, just because I don't know how good Liberty's been in football historically, but I bet you can't name on more than one hand the times that Liberty's been ranked in the top 25. Google that, somebody, and let me know if I'm right on that. Uh, but yeah, Liberty's the last spot, they're number 25, uh, and they'll be at Virginia Tech tomorrow. So that one could get interesting. I actually think because Virginia Tech, you know, they're trying to recover and get going in the right direction again since they got kicked out of the top 25 after losing uh, to Wake Forest at Wake Forest two weeks ago. So then after that, you got Boston College at Syracuse. I expect Boston College to handle business uh, against the Orange. You got Pitt at FSU. That's the battle for who sucks worst, essentially. Um, and then obviously Clemson, Notre Dame, primetime, 730. Uh, you did have Louisville at UVA. That's another kind of battle of two of the worst teams in the ACC. That one got postponed, I believe, for COVID reasons, if I'm not mistaken. So that's what you got on tap for tomorrow. And then, you know, the big, again, I mean, it's really been the story of the day other than Dunkin' Donuts versus Starbucks coffee. Uh, Clemson at Notre Dame. The battle for the battle for most likely who's going to be in the college football playoff and who's not. If Clemson wins and Notre Dame loses, Notre Dame ain't making the playoff. If Notre Dame wins and Clemson loses, there's a chance. It's still hard for me to believe, and it's hard for me to spit that. There's a chance Clemson might not make the playoff if they lose tomorrow. At at I will put this stake in the ground and I'll wrap it up here. If Clemson loses tomorrow, they will either not make the playoff or they will be in the four spot. One of two one of those two things will happen if Clemson happens to lose tomorrow. I don't think they will. I think I remember, you know, the little tuck and duck something big is going to break loose between DJ Ugalele and Travis Etienne. But if Clemson loses, they'll either not make the playoff at all or they'll catch the four spot, the last spot in that. So that's it. That's our show. That's our week. And it's game time. Literally, it's game time right now. We already got one going on. Let's see. NC State, Miami. Oh, Miami tied it up. Seven all. 
So get get out of here and go watch a ball game, especially if you're with which well, if you're an NC State or a Miami fan, I don't know why you're here in the first place. You should be watching the game or both, you know, loyal watchers or listeners, whatever. I got love for that. I appreciate that. Um, so that's going to do it for today's show. That's going to do it for another week here on ACC Tailgate on Chris Landry Football Twitch channel. Uh, be sure to subscribe here for all of our other shows around um, uh, the Power Five conferences in college football. Check out our NFL shows. We've got NFL fantasy shows. We got it all for you right here on the Twitch channel. Uh, check out LandryFootball.com. Give us a subscribe there. And also take, check out that deal uh, from our friends, American betting experts. We deeply appreciate them sponsoring our shows. Uh, and we deeply appreciate you guys watching our shows, most importantly, because without you guys and without Chris Landry, quite frankly, there's no shows. So I uh, hope you guys had a great week. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And we will catch you Monday at 7 o'clock Eastern time right here on ACC Tailgate. We'll see you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.